This is a Radio.com original. It was Racing for a Cure quarter mile time. It was a big fundraiser held at Great Lakes Dragway to raise money for the Well Woman program. Good. So went to the finals with the uh, 93 Fox body and grenaded the motor. The front of the motor came off and someone opened my door and handed me a beer. And so here we are today. <laughs> Welcome to a new edition of the Talking About Cars podcast, where it's all about everybody has a car story, from celebrities to car personalities and more. I'm Randy Cardoon. As we wrap up our interviews from SEMA, the Specialty Equipment Market Association, and before we begin our interviews with TV and movie celebs from the recent autograph show in Los Angeles, in this edition, Hot Rod Bob Beck and I caught up with drag racer Dina Parisi, who rides a red-hot Cadillac CTSV. Some background on Dina. Did you know she's a former professional skater for the Ice Capades, who, according to this very page I'm looking at on her website, has traded in her skates for tires and sequins and a fire suit. Although a parachute was never really needed for her on ice, it sure has come in handy for drag racing. Plus, Jeanette Desjardins, who heads up the car organization Car Chicks with an X. If you check out their website, carchicks.com, they have a woman of the month, for example. Miss March was the wife of Garage Squad's own Joe Zolper, who's been on the show. Jenny Zolper, drag races, and so does her daughter, Ruby. While Ms. January, Nancy Riggleman, hails from New Jersey, and her race team is called Edge of Divorce Motorsports. I like that. Okay, let's get on with the fun and silliness as Bob and I catch up first with race car driver Dina Parisi, in Las Vegas at SEMA. So Dina, you're here at SEMA with us here, and you drive one heck of a machine. I do. The world's fastest Cadillac. Well, I wouldn't, I, I, I might not say it's the world's fastest at this point, um, but uh, it, she is fast. She is fast, but it's parked right now. It's- we parked for um, the last season, yes, we did, because we wanted to regroup, and um, we, <laughs> we we wanted to regroup, and we needed to just kind of get some things together, and we wanted to change some things up. Okay. So now it's time for 2020, and uh, we're ready to get back out there. All right, now for those of you who don't know Dina, she's got a Cadillac CTS-V, yes. and in this case, V stands for very, very fast. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about your car. Visa, and her name is Stella, Stella. by the way. Uh, Stella! Do you name all your race cars? Well, this came about when originally, now it has a military theme, which was uh, actually backed by one of our partners, which is Speedwire. They're a Canadian company, which is very funny that they they assisted us in doing a military theme. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, and so the Stella name came before she was red. And my yeah. grandma had red hair, and I'm Italian, I'm from New York, and every Italian girl from New York needs a 3,000 horsepower Cadillac. Of course. That's kind of where that came from. Yeah, I right. heard that, actually. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, I've actually heard that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, don't mind us. By the way, as you, can tell, we're just, as you can tell, we're just kind of like doing yeah. this, and people are walking <laughs> in and out. Yeah. We're very yeah. casual yeah. here. We are. Apparently now, all right, we're at SEMA. We're in the Moon Eyes booth at the SEMA show, and Dina Parisi's in the booth with us. Dina's got a Pro Mod Cadillac. What are your ET level? What, what ETs and mile forwards have you been running? Yeah, so she she runs uh, she runs <laughs> high fives, uh, you know, 580s, 590s, uh, the 240 range. Okay. And uh, high threes. 
Okay, so it, in the eighth mile. In the eighth mile, but you're saying it's not the fastest. I don't know of any other Cadillac that has gone that fast. Yeah, actually, I do have a friend, John Stanley, so he has definitely he, he has a, a CTSV as well. Actually, my body was I think number one off of the line, and his I think was number two. I'm sorry, so, I thought you just said your body, body yes. was just my Cadillac CT, my her, Cadillac CTSV oh, body, right. the, the car body, was number yes. one off the line. Right, I got it. Okay, and his was number two. Okay. So yes, and and he has uh, he does run a different uh, he he runs a blower, but he does run a, I think he runs a screw blower. So okay, well that explains it. It's like the old commercial when you're number two, you have to try harder. <laughs> okay, we'll take that. Yeah, so there you go. We'll take that. All right, so two two hundred and forty miles an hour, five second mm -hmm. ETs. That has got to be one of the quickest Cadillacs. There we go. It is. It's a it's a super lot of fun too. I mean, I I cannot deny that I love driving this car. It's so much fun. And people ask me, a lot of people, if they don't know me, they don't realize, of course, when I get out of the car, I'm only five feet tall. It's kind of a ha-ha funny moment, you know. Um, but it's, the, I there, love the there. rush. We appreciate you at five, too. That's okay. I'll take the two, because I'm not even that tall. Okay. <laughs> but um, it, it's, it's just so much fun to drive. It's such a rush. I love the fact that, you know, in motorsports, it doesn't matter. If you're if you're a chick or you're a guy, does not matter. You no. know what I mean? I'm from Long Island. Long Island was very rich in motorsports. It is not now. We do need a drag strip, but that's a whole other story. Well, I, I remember going to the Circle Track there because mm -hmm. my yeah. cousins lived in Islip. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, so, well, and Islip also had a drag strip, National Speedway. We also had a Circle Track in Freeport, which was the dirt track. So. Um, I, my, I had a brother who painted cars, and um, you know we were always kind of tinkering. Keep going. My my dad worked on cars, and uh, so cars have just been a part of my growing up. But when I met my husband, he actually was building a '67 Camaro. Originally, he was going to show it. Then he decided to race it, and I fell in love with the sport. I didn't get into the sports. I was in my 30s, so I'm a little bit of a late bloomer. So tell me about your first car. Well, my first car was a 67 Camaro. I had a BDS blower on it, Holly Dominator Carbs. It ran it ran high eights. How did that happen? Only because the, the racing part, because most man or woman will sit there and look at the car and go, hey, I got a 67 Camaro. I, I think that's kind of cool, and, I, and I'm going to drive it and show it off and all that. Yet... When you talk about your first car, mm -hmm. all the race equipment, how did you get on that whole race? Well, my husband built that car oh, to, for himself to drive, and then he built a Pro Mod for himself, so and first, I stepped into the Camaro. So your first car... This was, no, it was my first race car, not my first car oh, car. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I was referring to your first car my car. My first car car was a 1980 Monte Carlo. That was my first car car. Okay. Lettered tires and a really nice stereo. That's about all I can say about that. You know, some people race those. Yeah, yeah. It would have been actually would have made a pretty nice kind of stock car uh -huh. to race. It's a beautiful car. car, yeah. Yeah, but you don't want to mess up the body on those. No, well, no. <laughs> no. All right, so you're, you're now living in Georgia, but you're going back to New York to continue racing. Well, we live in Georgia. Uh, there is really nowhere to race in New York, unfortunately. So, um, you know, we've always kind of raced up and down the East Coast and into the Midwest. So we're going to see what next year holds. We're currently, like I said, putting everything together for next year. So we're going to see where we're going to be at. We're, we're kind of in the middle of everything now. All right. If you had a chance to drive a different type of car or a newer car, what would that be? 
Well, my first Pro Mod was a 63 Corvette, which, the, which was the car that I wanted since I was a kid. And I, the way I achieved that was at 3,000 horsepower. I would have no qualms with going back to a 63 Corvette. I happen to love that car. Uh, so I really don't kind of have any, you know, I'm not like that. I'm a Ford person. I'm a Chevy person. So uh, I'm not too kind of nailed down on that. All right. You got the Cadillac for racing. What do you use on the street? Um, don't ask me that because I really don't like my car. <laughs> but I do, I do uh, want to get a Cadillac Escalade. What does it rhyme with? The car that you don't like. How do, what does it rhyme with? <laughs> Don't worry about it. We're not sponsored heat, by anyone. Heat no. miser, sort oh. of. Oh. Heat miser. <laughs> Sounds like a case of bud. I mean, so you know, it's it, it, it got three letters. No, it's it, it's a Chrysler 200. Oh, that no. one. 200. Nobody likes Chrysler too. Well, I think I just yeah. ruined that sponsorship. They don't, make, anyway. they, they don't make it anymore anyway. No, they don't. So That's it's true. all right. Well, it's, it's a good okay. it's a good thing because the transmission is about to drop out of the bottom of that thing. So. Okay, real quick, my my Chrysler LeBaron transmission story. Okay, <laughs> Chrysler LeBaron. This is like around '91. Bought it new, driving down the freeway. Sometimes it would go out of second gear. Sometimes it wouldn't go out of second gear. And what I would yeah. have, yeah, and what I would have to do because that's an electronic transmission, and somehow for some reason it would skip. So to get it into third, I would drive on the freeway if it had got that to be a problem, pop it into neutral, turn off, turn on the engine, and it would go back. See, and you can't do that anymore because you have that push button ignition. It doesn't allow you to do that oh, anymore. Oh, and, really? I, and I kind of think that that's not a good safety feature either because if you have something like you blow a tire or whatever, you can't get the car in neutral. It's an impossibility. Oh. Yes. Well, see, we were talking about that. He was telling me this great procedure he uses, and you realize when you turn the key off, you're locking the steering column. Yes, that was a he problem. He didn't think about that. But he was going straight at the yeah. time, so it didn't matter much. Mm. Yeah. But the yeah, amusing yeah. part was, it, like just about every other car I've ever sold, ended up in Europe, Germany. Can you picture that car in the Autobahn trying to go from second to third, <laughs> and the guy goes, Ein! <laughs> Turn it off, turn it on. Okay, it works now. I don't know what to do. Yeah, I know. I'm going to buy a BMW now. I just digress. Go ahead. What were we talking about? Cars. Cars. Okay, yeah. Okay. You hate your Chrysler 200. Okay, so what are you driving now? Oh, is that still? That's your daily driver. I see. It is. Boring. Okay. It is very boring. So what do you want to replace it with? Escalade. Escalade. Well, that's a nice step Okay, up. so she's five foot tall. She's going to drive a vehicle that's ten feet tall. How do you get into it? You just climb up. Ladder. Ladder. Yeah. I've, been I've been climbing up things for uh, as long as I've been alive. Very right. used to it. And how long have you been racing? Been racing now for about 20 or so years. Pole vault yeah. would work really well. Years old. Okay, yeah, sure, I'll take yeah. it. <laughs> what? I'll take it. All right, ladies All right. and gentlemen, Tina Parisi here with us on Talking About Cars. Hold on. And I'm holding. We're not, we're not getting, giving her up yet, are we? No, we don't have to if you don't want to. No, I got a great right. story. I got a great question I have to ask her, and okay. we've actually talked about this in advance because we had this conversation about tube socks, and tube socks. and because you were running around with tape and we duct tape. We went from tube socks to, yeah. And yes, I had we went tape. from pole vaulting into an Escalade to tube yeah. socks, and does anybody out there have tube socks anymore? Really? I don't know. Let me look. Really? 
Yeah, you, you check that out. See, anybody, let us know if you still wear tube socks. Okay, so the MacGyver moment. Everybody has to have that situation where something happens to a car or your car and some, and you, you know, you'd love to have your entire mechanical drawers in the car or the trunk. The question is, what was your MacGyver moment and how'd you fix it? it well, it was, I didn't necessarily fix it, but I was part of the problem, I guess, or issue. <laughs> so uh, it was when we were running my 63 Corvette. I have a shifter tower in it, and I still currently do in my car. I still leave off a clutch pedal, and I still shift the car. So it had a tunnel, and the shifter tower was welded to the tunnel. Well, the weld busted. So, and we needed to get one more test pass in that day. So I said, well, what are we gonna do? I need to get one more pass in. And they're like, hmm, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? So the boys, being my husband and our crew chief, Dave Jordan at the time, um, who's still a very good friend of ours, they zip tied it to the roll cage. <laughs> zip tie to the roll cage. Yeah. What do you mean, duct tape? What do you got zip ties? Zip tied it to the roll cage. Okay. You know what I mean? And I don't slap the gears in there anyway, so that's that's not an issue. I really just squeeze it anyway. And, uh, you know, I went to do the burnout, high gear, and I had, a, I had a kind of easily pull it back out to get it out of high gear and uh, made the pass and did what we needed to do and that was our MacGyver moment. And then you put in the tube socks. And then the tube socks. Okay, good. We have to have tube socks. I, I may have been wearing tube socks. I'm not sure. I don't recall. Okay. Well, as long as we can fit tube socks and zip ties, that is a MacGyver moment. I go. think there you go. There you go. All right. Thank you, Dina. Now, we're not done because we've got another young lady that's going to come in here and talk to us about women in drag racing. But from the seat, just like you are, this Very young lady is women in drag racing. racing. Okay, yeah. well, that's well, she, is, she actually covers all of motorsports. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, and if anybody wants to, uh, you know, hop on uh, website, you can find me, Dina Parisi, Dina Parisi Racing. Either way, uh, hop on all of my social media. It's me. We have a lot of fun, and uh, you know, we're like I said, we're looking towards 2020. So anybody has a company out there, even so, if they want to hop on board, just Sponsor. get in contact with me. Now, if you're here at SEMA or you're planning to be at SEMA, Dina is in the Quarter Mile Foundation booth with Tracy Rutka and the history of drag racing being chronicalized and saved. Check it out because it's a very worthwhile organization and I'm part of it too. Yeah, and check out on my Facebook page, actually, on my Dina Priestley Facebook page, uh, is her press release and you can... They're auctioning off uh, one of Alexis Dejoria's fire suits. Her I saw fire that. Suits. I saw yeah. that. Yes. So, you know, hey, if you want to get in on that, it's Alexis a good is not going to be in it, but at no. least you can get the fire suit. But she will not be in it, but she, did, but she did sign it. She oh. did sign it. She's going to be back racing back. next year. She is coming back in 2020, baby. I love it. Very cool. Cool. Yeah. All right, Dina, thank you very much for your time. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thanks for thank coming you. Stick around. You can laugh at us when we're doing this next week. Okay, Absolutely. so uh, now are we going to stop this and move on, or we're just going to... It's a marathon. So there goes Dina. Oh, well, there you go. All right, you're up. Come on. Wait a minute. Here, Here she comes. Wait. Get the makeup on. Yep. Come on, like we know each other. Come on. Hey. Okay. Wait a minute, we just met, right? Yeah. So we know each other. Watch All right, here we go. 
My name is Jeanette Desjardins. I'm the president and founder of Car Chicks, the premier motorsports organization for women. We advertise and promote women in motorsports and the automotive industry. And we also travel around and host ladies-only drag races. We actually did seven this year, and we're looking to add more in 2020. So right. hope to see you guys soon. Very cool. All right, what kind of car do you get involved with? Well, seeing that I am on the road every weekend from May until November, I don't get to drive mine unless I drive it to the grocery store on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday in between races. But I have a 93 Ford Mustang GT, a 99 C5 Corvette, and a really cute 25-foot Mini Winnie. So, so when you're on the road, you have to rent a car, right? No. So actually, so I'm... We go, so in between our Ladies Only Drag Race series, we actually will go to other uh, racetracks that are larger events to promote what we're doing, and we have a merchandise trailer. So we'll, me and my dog, Hazy Poo, if you've ever seen us, you know Hayes, he's a beautiful red-nosed uh, pit bull. We will be towing with the Mini Winnie and go to the racetrack and sell some merch. Never so. mess with her and her yeah. pit bull, no. no. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's a rock star, he's very lovable. He actually gets more press than we do, so. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. All right, so you've got a Corvette. Is it got stock? A Corvette. It's a, it's a little hopped up. So I have a funny story about the Corvette. So okay. earlier this year, we uh, Car Chicks made the debut debut Car Chicks Grudge Match at the NHRA Nationals at Can Route you say 66. That again? Car Chicks Grudge Grudge match. match. She says that really kind of yeah. like the Grudge Match. I'm from Chicago. I don't know if you guys can tell. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. You're doing no. great. You're doing great. So we got uh, NHRA invited us to the Car Chicks Grudge Match at the NHRA Nationals at Route 66. And uh, I needed to get my hair done, right? And so the, the Corvette was kind of running a little funny. I was like, oh, I'm just going to the salon. You know, we might be on TV, can't be having messed up hair, right? So I took it to the salon to go get my hair done. And uh, at the salon, it was fine. But when I got in that sucker, it was knocking and spewing and screaming. It was not happy. So the Corvette is parked in the garage. I'm uh, actually, the only positive thing about winter in Chicago is that now we actually have time to work on our cars and our hot rods. That's true. If you have a heated garage, which we do, thankfully. All right, and the Mustang. The Mustang, uh, the Mustang's mostly stock. I used to have a little hopped-up motor in it. Then I actually grenaded it at our very first, uh, <laughs> our very first ladies-only drag race back in 2009. It was racing for a cure quarter mile time. It was a big fundraiser held at Great Lakes Dragway to raise money for the Well Woman program, and uh, we actually broke attendance records that day. Good. So went to the finals with the uh, with the uh, 93 Fox body and grenaded the motor. The front of the motor came off and. Someone opened my door and handed me a beer, and so here we are today. <laughs> which, which, frankly, I think is protocol. I think yeah. it's done all the time. Yeah, and I was a little confused. I'm like, why are you handing me a beer, man? Everything's fine. And then you could just see oil and parts flying uh, all over the place. So uh, that was the end of that. And actually, you know, again, like, you know, 10, 11 years ago in college, you know, you're just trying to make things happen. You know, fast forward to, to today, there's still a junkyard motor in that thing, and it's it hasn't grenaded yet, so if it ain't broke, don't fix it. All right, so let's go back to your start. The first time you really thought cars were pretty cool, how old were you, what was the circumstance, and what was the car? Um, gosh, no one's ever really ever asked me that. Uh, one of the very first times I ever went to a racetrack, it was at, um, my daddy used to take me to the vintage car races at Elkhart Lake, and he, we used to camp out and he'd want to be right up on the fence and I used to cry because it was so loud. My dad also wanted me to be a doctor so he's a little surprised to see what my lifestyle is today. <laughs> but I want to say I think the you know the very first time I really fell in love with cars was probably about the age of 13 but not necessarily at a race it was um, I got you know I got interested in cars and I always wanted to have my own car not even like a hot rod but 
uh, coming from a uh, you know not so well off family, like if it broke, you had to fix it, and you better know what you're doing because you don't have enough money to do. It. And that's kind of how that got started. And then you start to realize, like, wow, it's actually fun to go fast. Yeah. So let's go even faster. And then you know, there are there are cheaper hobbies to get into nowadays. That is true. Yeah, yeah. that is true. What was your first car? My very first car was actually '87 Plymouth Voyager. <laughs> It was baby blue with tinted windows, and man, you hit that gas pedal, and it shot smoke a quarter mile down the and down the block. Eighty-seven Plymouth Voyage. It was. It was a really cool vehicle to take to go do uh, concerts True. and uh, you know different events like that. And for some reason, whenever a friend was moving, they always called me. Then I got into um, kind of got into the import scene a little bit. I had a '91 Toyota Celica, and that bad boy lasted 285,000 miles until I like. I think the timing, the, it's a uh, interference motor, and so I never changed the timing belt or the timing chain, and so I lost it in uh, Daytona, Florida during spring break. So that That's was a good, cool that experience. That could be a problem, yeah. That during is, but my break. during spring break, yeah, and I'm like, man, I got to get into my finals. I got to graduate college, you know, and so um, made it back without the uh, without the Toyota. But my very first car that I ever fell in love with, that made me love muscle cars was my 93 Fox Body GT. I've had that car 11, 12 years. I'll live in it before I ever sell it. So uh, You've got a degree. I do. In what? Uh, I actually went to UWM for business. I uh, have a bachelor's degree in business and marketing. And she loves cars. And wow. I love cars. Yeah. Very cool. And how do people get in touch with you or find out more about your events? Sure. So you can visit us at carchicks.com. That's C-A-R-C-H-I-X.com. We're all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And actually, right now, we're running the annual Women of Motorsports contest. If you go to carchicks.com, you can enter. It's open to women everywhere. It's how you become an official member of Car Chicks, and you can be featured in our 2020 calendar. Wow. We'd have to dress up kind of strange. No, we don't. Oh, but Bob, okay. you know, I, I appreciate what? you willing to being willing to uh, uh, willing to be willing to uh, you know to I sacrifice your personal mental health for that situation. Reputation. As much as I appreciate your support, you are yeah. welcome to vote. You just don't have the right equipment. Thank God. <laughs> oh. Here I was worried. Yeah. Oh man, that was it. Okay, so uh, the everybody has a list of the car you want someday list. What's your top couple of cars you want someday? So I'm willing to sell a kidney for a 1967 or 1967 to 1970 Chevelle. Not too picky, but within those three years. So left let me know. Left or right kidney? Yeah. Left or right? I'll let them pick or choose. Okay. I'm not too picky. All right, very cool. Thanks. All you Shame. need is one, right? Uh, so I've heard. So I've heard. Yeah. yeah. That means long as you have one. One is a lonely number, but hey. Very good. Well, thanks so much for coming by. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Very good. And of course, uh, we'll have more here from... By the way, Dina, come back here a second. Dina, oh. come on back in. Wait a minute. We forgot to ask you one last question. Oh, come on. Come on. Can we do this? Or I'll squeeze in over here. No, we'll just all four of us. Come on. Over here. Over here. So now we're all here. Everybody knows each other. So we were asking the question. Uh, I just asked the question about... Uh, everybody has a list. The car that you want someday. Yep. What are the top couple of cars on your list? 63 split window coupe. But you've had that before. No, 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 like a real she one. A, oh, a, a real car. one. That was a race car. Yeah. Oh, you want a real one. Okay. Um, that would be the top two. <laughs> <laughs> what car top two? Okay. okay. And then uh, number three, I think, would be like a Bel Air. What nice. year? 57. 57 Bel Air. A Tri-5. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. 
All right. These are always questions we like to get different takes on it from other people. Yeah. Very cool, Bob. All right. I hand the microphone back to you. All right. It's Hot Rod Bob. You've got gas. The Great American Auto Scene and Talking About Cards with Randy Cardoon. We'll be back from the SEMA show floor. We're in the Moon Eyes booth. Stop by Moon Eyes. Say hi here at SEMA. I'm Hot Rod Bob, Randy Cardoon, Dina Parisi, and Jeanette. Dejeuner. She can say it. I can't. I can read, but that's about it. No, All right, folks. No we'll talk to you later. Have a great day. That's drag racer Dina Parisi and the head of Car Chicks, C-H-I-X, Jeanette Desjardins. Check out Dina at her website, dinaparisi.com. That's D-I-N-A-P-A-R-I-S-E dot com. And Jeanette's organization is Car Chicks, C-A-R-C-H-I-X dot com. Thanks for listening, and please share our show on social media. Subscribe. It's absolutely free. And leave a comment. And if you're on iTunes, rate us and review us. I'm thinking five stars would be great. Thank you in advance for helping our podcast grow. Our website is talkingaboutcars.net. Follow us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Remember to subscribe, share, retweet, or both. Don't forget to join Bob on his website, gotgas, G-A-A-S dot com, as well as his Bob Beck page, on Facebook. Until next time, I'm Randy Cardoon with Hot Rod Bob Beck. Join us as we have some fun. What else? Talking about cars.